FM 99.9 WSAU, online worldwide at uh, WSAU.com as well. Uh, rainy conditions expected this afternoon and evening. We are seeing a little bit of sun right now as I take a peek outside the window and uh, turn to the other side now to welcome in Alan Hogan for this week's edition of Making Financial Sense. Uh, Alan, once again, we uh, thank you for joining us as uh, Merle is... I don't know. Is he fishing somewhere? You know, I don't know. With Merle, it's tough to pin him down. Yeah, it's, it it's really a, is. He, he's changing the world somehow, probably. Uh, right. But but we're online worldwide, so mm-hmm. he might be listening to us right now, no matter where he is. Exactly. Exactly. I imagine that he is, and he's probably going to report back to me uh, next week when we finally get him back in studio after, oh, geez, it's been about, uh, about three or four weeks now, right. I would say. I was <laughs> off uh, last week. I was actually down in Milwaukee. Uh, watching my Angels lose two out of three to the Brewers, but I did get to see Shohei Otani homer once, which is good. Uh, I've gotten to see that a couple of times now. I just haven't gotten to see him pitch in an Angel uniform yet. But um, bit, you better hurry. It might just be this year that you get to do it. Exactly, exactly. Believe me, I I know that that salary for Mr. Otani is likely going to start with a six, uh, and it's probably going to be several figures after that um oh, next year and we can do his estate plan how about that why don't we, I, you know i was gonna say why not let's let's go right into that let's let's tie it all together somebody's <laughs> got that kind of money uh mr Holgum. how difficult is it or how much of a joy is it to uh put, put something like that together for them well you know what really what it comes down to is uh and again maybe maybe we'll uh uh, skip the part about him not being a U.S. citizen because there's actually a different wrinkle <laughs> if you're not a U.S. citizen. <laughs> okay, you know, and, okay. And we do have, you know, we have a lot of folks uh, in our area, you know, who are uh, who, who live here and, and, and contribute and do all kinds of wonderful things and are not U.S. Mm-hmm. citizens. So we have to figure out how to handle that. They're they're here. They're staying. They're never never leaving. This is right. home. But uh, but aside from that, I just even think from the dollar standpoint, you know, it, it's a really good, uh, I would say, kind of segue into you know, you, you would ask anyone in any situation, what are they trying to accomplish? In that situation, as wildly rare as that is, for all types of reasons, uh, but, but, but money being one of them, as wildly rare as that is, you say, well, you can, you can f- accomplish the goals. You know, mm-hmm. he might say, someone with, with an extraordinary amount of money, really anyone with over about $6.5 million. Okay. So uh, There's you know, the number. That's, that's the number. Well, then we're going to get into some tax things. The, the vast, vast, vast majority of, of people have less than $6.5 million, so we don't talk about it too much uh, on the show. But it is one where, you know, you can say that, that everything, you know, over that, you know, there's a, there's a long-term uh, estate tax limit of about $6.5 million that temporarily is doubled. So we're at about 12.9 right now, almost $13 million. So that, that everything over that, you have to pay a 40% tax. So I would say start with that. So start with that. Just, that is just a, a part of the Internal Revenue Code that says uh, uh, when you're giving something to someone that's not a charity and not your spouse. So those are the two freebies. But other than that, if you give something to it's not a charity, it's not your spouse, that everything over $12.9 million, um, has to be taxed at 40%. And long term, they're dropping that back in half. So, so you think, well, wait a minute. If someone has $20 million or $50 million or $100 million, that they have to pay a 40% tax and all that? And we say, yes comma, unless you talk to your favorite estate planning attorney. Right. Because we can turn that tax into zero. And you go, really? Yeah. We can turn that tax into zero. Or if it's the, the Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, you know, whoever the, the Elon Musk, whoever the richest people in the world are at the time, you can turn their estate tax into zero. Now, for them, that might be a big deal. That's, that's their goal. 
And I think, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if we can turn a, a, a $100 million or $500 million or $100 billion tax into zero, then we could probably accomplish some of the other goals too. Right. <laughs> say, yeah. Okay. So, so, you know, what might those be? And I think, you know, it's a great, uh, it, it's kind of a great topic. Um, not so much for people who are over six and a half million or 13 million or whatever that number is the year you pass away, because obviously that is so rare, but, but even that's accomplishable. I think for, for people in general, the takeaway is that, you know, what are your goals? You know, we, we talk about, and we've talked about on the air before, sometimes people come in and say, I need a, this, I need a blank. And I say, Oh, okay. Um, well, why is that? Well, that's just what I do. I, I, I'm uh, X age years old. And uh, so I'm told I need a, a blank, uh, one of these things, and just whatever it is, a will, power of attorney, trust, um, agreement of some kind, LLC, you know, you go right down the line. And, and I say, okay, and you might, you very well might, but why do you think you need it? And he said, well, pause, you know, that's, it's because that's what my neighbor has. And my neighbor's, uh, uh, she's pretty smart, and uh, she said that, that that's the thing to get. And I said, all right, well, let's, let's figure out what it does first, but, but maybe before we even get there, what are your goals? And I think for everyone, I think anyone who ever speaks to your uh, your estate planning or your elder law attorney or, frankly, your CPA or your financial advisor or your insurance professional, you know, what are your goals? If someone says, well, I turned uh, 32, so that means I need to buy life insurance. I say, okay, well, maybe you needed life insurance at 22, frankly. Right. Or, or, or maybe if you say I turned X age and I need life insurance uh, and you buy – a $25,000 policy or a $50,000 policy and you think you just checked the box on, you know, that one of my life, one of the things I have to do in life, you know, it's a, you know, you, you do all kinds of things, get my own apartment, get a checking account, buy a car. For some people it's, you know, eventually, uh, you know, get my own place, get uh, you know, whatever it is. Um, and well, life insurance is on there somewhere. Okay. So what's it for? And they go, well, I don't know. I have to check a box. Well, how much do you need? I don't know. It's just on my list of life life things to do. Right. Well, you know, you go back to what are your goals? And I think that's where you talk to professionals. You talk to a good, um, just reputable, uh, grounded life insurance professional, and they'll ask you the same thing. They're not looking to sell you something you don't need. They're, they're looking to ask what you need to accomplish the goal. And if you say, well, I have a mortgage and I have a dependent, I have a spouse. And, and if something happened to me and my income went away forever, um, my spouse could, could pay the monthly bills except for the mortgage. That one's just, it's just, that's the one that pushes us over the top. Um, that's what my check goes toward. Okay, so get enough life insurance to pay the mortgage. And if you say, okay, sounds good. Or if you say, well, no, I have um, uh, charitable goals. I want to leave a legacy. You know, I'm single. I don't have kids. I'm not married. But I want to make sure that when I pass away, there is going to be the you know, the Allen Haugam Scholarship Fund, and, and they're going to give $10,000 a year to, to local high school kids in this particular field. Can I do that? Yeah, absolutely. That's a goal. You know, um, what's it going to take to do that? Well, maybe that's, a, maybe that's a, a life insurance goal. Maybe that's a saving goal. Maybe that's what's your 401k goal. Maybe you don't need life insurance for that one. So maybe you do. I don't know. But it's, it's one where don't check the box. You know, just figure out what the goal is. And I think the same thing. You know, all financial planning should be that. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, what are you going to use it for? Like, I don't know if, if Mike, if somebody told you, Hey, we're going to take uh, a 10% out of your check. You're going to go put it in some fund. It's going to grow at, you know, 
7% a year, and you're never going to touch it or get any benefit out of it for the rest of time. What do you think about that plan? You're like, that's a horrible idea. Right, (laughs) right. But What's that accomplish? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and you brought up a lot of great conversations that I'm sure you have on a regular basis in there. What is this going to be used for? What are your goals? And that is something that uh, is different for everybody, but it it sounds like as long as you're talking with somebody who is experienced and who knows the the ins and outs of all this, you're going to be set. And I think that's that's part of it. Yeah, it, it's get somebody who's who's done this before, who understands, who's seen it play out, who's who's taken someone from um, from the particular age that 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 the client is that that you are, and and they've they've taken them through different stages of life, and or someone that they work with, or or how that you know because they can tell you well here's how that's going to end up, you know just like if you took ten percent of your check and put it in some investment account and they told you you could never use it ever again, well. That, that makes no sense whatsoever. You, there's no point. But if they said, hey, we're going to take, uh, how about 10% out of your check, and uh, and we're going to put it in this account, and if you invest well and you have a good strategy, then that's going to turn into something that is going to allow you to retire when you turn 65. And you go, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And then I never have to work ever again, and I, 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 I live in a reasonable uh, amount of uh, comfort for someone that age. Perfect. Or if you say, I want to retire at 62. Well, then the financial advisor is going to say, you might need to save 11% or whatever the numbers are. You know, I don't know what these are, but that's what they do. Well, same thing with estate planning. You know, what's your goal? And if someone says, well, that's what my neighbor did, or that's what I think there's just a box that I need to check on the list of life things. I got the checking account. I got an apartment. I, I have my own car. Um, I need a will. Yeah, that might be a, a, a very good idea. Um but what's it for? Like, what do you think that's going to accomplish? And if they say, I have no idea. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. All right. We're going to dig deeper into that. Um, Mr. Shohei Otani, it might be, he might have a few extra goals uh, related to tax planning. Obviously, most people do not have the the $13 million or the $6.5 million. You know, most of us are, are not there and, and won't be there. And that's completely fine. You know, we will, uh, we will uh, accomplish all of our life goals without ever touching that number. But but we have other goals. And, and how do we accomplish those? So. Yeah, indeed. And again, uh, all of that does, all that money does is just bring in more problems, as you mentioned. But I'm sure, again, Mr. Shohei Otani, who's going to get uh, $600 million this next offseason, likely, <laughs> probably, uh, he seems grounded enough. He's got some of that uh, figured out already if he... Uh, if he doesn't. What is that quote from that famous philosopher? Was it more money, more problems? Yes, like indeed. Something yes, like, I indeed. I forget how that worked. More money, more problems. That is a very famous quote from a great uh, great American philosopher. He's Alan Hogan. We are making financial sense here on AM 550, FM 99.9 WSAU. As always, our chat is just to fill in for your phone calls. The phone lines are open at 715-845-2155. So if you have questions about estate planning, uh, feel free to give us a call. We'll get you on the air with Alan next here on WSAU. It is 8.20 on this Saturday morning. Now we're starting to see some mostly cloudy skies rolling back through. Uh, Again, rain in the forecast for much of the day today. So if you do have High school baseball, high school softball plans. Uh, Alan actually has his bar league softball game today. I don't know that you're going to get that in. It's. Uh, I think that one might not work. So uh, my my alternate plan here, Mike, is an outdoor wedding. Oh, okay. And uh, that one's looking like a rough. Uh, uh, but we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll we'll fight through this. We'll see. Yeah, we could have we could have a window this afternoon to get that in, but right. it uh, may need to be some pretty quick uh, quick nuptials. Uh, Alan, again, you're sitting in for uh, Merle Kelch here on Making Financial Sense on AM 550, FM 99.9 WSAU. 
And uh, you were just telling me off the air. Uh, actually, off the air, we're just kind of exchanging stories. Uh, we both had unique situations that we ran into this week when it came to kind of financial planning, uh, things like that. First off, you said you had a, a couple of instances in the last three days where clients have had a lot to untangle with things and things maybe ended up a little more complicated than uh, than than first thought. You know, we did in some of those things. And I think this, again, this, this kind of dovetails with our, you know, what are the goals of, of the situation? And if someone says, well, here are my, here's my demographic. I am a uh, um, X age, I'm, I'm uh, you know, 35 and I have two children and uh, and we're married and we have to figure out how to handle this. Well, you'd say, all right, well, you know, for most 35-year-old people who, who are married and have two children and, you know, have, have a, a job and, you know, they're not in the taxable estate range, obviously, you know, here, here makes sense. And all of a sudden, then, uh, you know, one spouse says, oh, by the way, uh, I have a health issue and I have a health issue that is, uh, it's long-term, it's not reversible, it's not a curable type of thing, but it is, uh, it, it's uh, physically debilitating. You know, it's a, a, a musculature, you know, type of, of um, deteriorating um, condition. And, and my condition will um, either continue to deteriorate on a, a long period of time, my physical condition, you know, mentally, completely fine, um, mm-hmm. forever, but, but at some point, you know, I will need assistance just with the activities of daily living, you know, just the um, movement. You know, it's it's uh, the type of thing where I'll be able to walk for a period of time. Then I'll need a cane and eventually I need a walker. Eventually I will need more assistance. I might need a wall- wheelchair at some point. You know, even that might be difficult. Um, and and what happens then? And this is a is a discussion that we oftentimes have with people who are 50 years older, you know, not in their mid 30s, but maybe in their mid 80s. And, and people say, well, you know, because of my health, how does that affect my finances? How does that affect my estate planning? What are my what are my new goals? Except that now we're talking about someone with uh, a couple of very young children, and you know, just just you know, elementary school kids, and married, and you say, well, they really run into the same situations that those um, what we would think of as elder law. You know, it, it, it's almost the type of thing where it that's that's a different goal. And if you look at someone, it looks just like a regular. You know, just mid-30s uh, couple, you know, two kids in the minivan kind of a thing. And, and you know, behind closed doors, we, we've got some, some bigger issues. So what do you do? And I think, so that's where, you know, you talk about um, if they just say, well, estate planning means I get one of these documents and I check the box and now I'm, I'm good. You know, clearly that is not, is not the case here. So for them, it might be, you know, they, they kind of skipped a couple steps and say, well, we just want to protect things. You know, at some point, this care will need um, uh, uh, resources, you know, and it need resources. So that's where the financial planning comes in. And you say, well, what can we do to create those resources, you know, whether it's five years from now or 10 years from now or 12 years from now? What do we do today? Uh, unfortunately, insurance for those things is probably difficult to get now once the, the medical diagnosis has occurred. So I would say that is a, a recommendation for everyone out there to um, you know, take a look at things like disability insurance. People get life insurance, but you say, well, you're more likely to become uh, disabled and unable to work during your working, you know, age years than you are to die during your working age years. Um, so, so take a look at disability insurance and and some type of coverage uh, that we don't, you know, that's not our expertise. You know, talk to people who are good at that. But you know, in this case, it's 
the type of thing where, you know, what kinds of medical services are going to be available sometime in the future for someone with a disability, with, with a disability that, that her, you know, uh, the doctors have said is coming. Um, you know, how do we, what do we do for the, can we protect any of the assets? You know, does that impact, you know, frankly, the money they have set aside for the kids to go to college? And you go, ooh, well, you know, if, if she needs that type of medical care, it's going to happen before those kids get to college age. Uh, what happens? Is that money available? You go, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the way it works, it is. So what do we do about that? Can we can we adjust the estate planning? So you do. Now, for a lot of people, they say, well, we're going to get there someday. You know, I always say, I hope I, I live long enough so that someday uh, I'm old enough that I'm concerned about the next five years, you know, for my health and that, and, and you know, what will I need long-term care? You know, it just means that, it means that we made it, Mike. You know, mm-hmm. we got there. Oh, but yeah. We didn't take the... Uh, the hang gliding trip on the on the windy day at the wrong time. You know, we made it to, to to that age. But for some people, it's, you know, can we, you know, can we just check that box or can we um, get some sense of uh, just peace of mind ahead of time? You know, and I think for this family, that, that's one thing. You know, they just say, hey, we just want peace of mind because there's so many variables now. We have to concentrate on health, health, health care, expending maybe not lifespan, but health span. You know, how long can we be healthy and and you know, it's there. It's not going away. It's it's our new reality. So how do we do it? Um, and and so I think y- you deal with that. And and the next person who comes in might be the same age, the same kids, same job, same minivan, and uh, and that's not their concern at all. And there is just no chance that that is going to be on their their concern level. Well, we've got different things. So so same looking demographics, but different circumstances cause different um, different goals. Yeah, and uh, in, in you know to kind of put a wrap on that. You've got to know the language to put into some of those agree, or I guess, uh, agreements or those documents to make sure that you know, in the event that somebody is incapacitated, that the resources are used properly and that everybody is taken care of. And that's something that uh, you know, it may not take a whole lot of work on their end. It might take a lot of work on your end because you've got to get the language right. But with just that ease, that simple conversation, those plans can be made and, and everybody can be put at ease. You know, and I think I agree. I completely agree. The uh, you know, it's, it's what language goes in and and it's, it's when and what's the timing of it. And how is this going to play out if we say we can draft languages? Just beautiful. Just I mean, you know, and again, I'm a lawyer, so I, I love the written word, you know, and I look at it like, oh, my gosh, just a, a beautifully crafted sentence. You know, right. Just just let's stop and look at that elegant thing, you know, <laughs> um, but. But what does it do? You know, and, and we can do all kinds of things that look great on a piece of paper, but, you know, what's the outcome someday? You know, how is this going to end up? And this fits my family for what we're trying to accomplish. And if we say, well, let's play it out. Here, let's figure this out. If, you know, in this case, if your health is, is fantastic, it, you know, we beat the odds and it goes great. Uh, and maybe who knows what medical technology does in the next five years or 10 years or 15 years. You know, and Mike, as you and I were talking about, technology seems to have advanced more in the last three months and six months than I remember in the, you know, it just, it's in the news these days. No kidding. So, so for, for the medical side, maybe that's part of it. And, and if that's the case and, and all of a sudden we don't have a 10 or 15 or 20 year, uh, kind of time horizon for this, maybe that's, it's just something that you deal with forever. That's great. And, and we'll make sure that, that whatever we're doing doesn't hamstring us. No, it's still, still amendable, adjustable, and fixable and changeable. Um, or if something happens sooner, how do we deal with that? It's, and it really does just kind of go through those, but it's uh, you know it's exciting to do that you can you can put someone's mind at ease because they have to deal with maybe the medical side. We want to make this. I tell people I want to make this as easy as possible for you, 
we'll do the heavy lifting. You concentrate on the things that, that affect you, that you, that you can control, um, and we'll make it easy for you. 715-845-2155 is the number to call. If you've got a question for Alan, we'll have uh, plenty of time to get you in next here on WSAU. At a, a pretty gray and a dreary day. We'll have a complete check of your forecast uh, coming up uh, across the top of the hour, of course. And uh, AB, or, excuse me, Fox News headlines will keep you updated on the latest uh, what's going on in London right now, where they are uh, coronating a, a new king. Um, Alan, what is your financial or your legal advice for the, uh, the, the, the king of Great Britain? You know, I think that sounds crazy. I think the legal advice, or, or the advice, maybe we'll just say the advice, because, you know, attorney and, yeah. what do they call him, a counselor, you know, there's yeah. a, historically. The, the advice for the king is probably, at its base level, not so different from just everyday, regular people. Really? Here, in that, what you take, what what do you think his goal is? Like, really? Now, I don't know. I can't <laughs> I can't poke my mind, or my head into uh, King, Ch- king Charles now. Wow. Exactly. Um, He's but, only been waiting 50 years right. for that title. <laughs> so The, uh. Uh, and, and you know what do you think his goal would be? I think if you got him in a, in a in a room, wouldn't wouldn't you think he just says, "I just want my family to be happy." I think at the end of the day, you know, when we talk about things, um, and we can get into you know when we talked about there's another example of of a, a family I talked to this week. It really kind of resonates. You know, w- wouldn't any person say, "I want the people who are closest to me, the people that I care about the most, I want them to be happy," so that. If I pass away, my two sons aren't just just bickering at each other's throats and or never talk to each other again. You know, we get that all the time where where there's something that happened once at some family picnic and now uh, the the two brothers don't talk to each other and they haven't for years. Over what? Well, it was, you know, it was a thousand dollars or or it was someone mm-hmm. looked there, someone had a comment and the other one didn't take it the right way. Well, obviously, you know, this plays out on the whatever the the tabloids over there in across the pond. And, and King Charles and, uh, you know, his two sons. But but I think it's similar. You know, now for him, maybe there is a, a grander ambition. I don't know. Uh, maybe a cynical person would say that he was uh, so driven to be a king that that, that uh, his, his son's relationship was secondary. I don't know. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully uh, um, he, he didn't want to be king. It just sort of was happenstance. You know, mm-hmm. he was just it was the duty of the uh, of the family and uh, his his mother's. Um, untimely death at the young young age of ninety six was it? Yeah, so? ninety six, I believe yeah. it was. So yeah. the uh, so, but but it is. I think um, you know when you talk to people, you know we'll have people come in and and we talk about assets and money and investments, and what they really want to do is make sure that they they leave this to people in the best way possible. What is the best thing for for family? I, I you know I, another example that we saw recently was. Uh, a couple of people who are very successful and, and among the nicest people I think I've met in a long time and 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 just uh, successful in their work lives. They happen to, you know, do some things that um, that helped people and also uh, created uh, some financial rewards and, and retired young. I mean, it was just the whole the whole thing. And what was their concern? The money? No, it was about what happens to the kids because their kids were having some struggles. You know, their kids were having money difficulties in that they just couldn't you know we have you know people i think everyone i personally think everyone has uh good qualities every single person has good qualities but they're different you know and same people it's you know they are wonderfully uh, caring and compassionate and 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 
you know, empathetic and all those things. And they are just not able to handle a checkbook or pay the bills or those kind of things. Great. Well, let's figure that out then. Uh, so for them, you know, they would say, well, we had, we have some people with personal struggles, you know, uh, just, just failure to launch and, and how are the, you know, what's their life going to look like? Um, you know, they're, there's uh, maybe there's an, an education deficit for what they want to do, or maybe there's a, a, a motivation deficit. And if we give them a lot of money, then what does that do? It probably exacerbates the problem. Of course. You know, or if you have someone with substance abuse problems, you know, we see all these you know headlines on TV on a seemingly regular basis, but um, but some of that hits home, you know. And if someone has a, a struggle with that, and they're they're working on it, and they're you know it's it's uh, one day at a time, you know, a lot of uh, folks in that situation will tell you. Well, if all of a sudden you dump a huge amount of money in their lap, uh, that's, you know, maybe among the worst things you could possibly do. But, but there are family, there are children. You know, how can we do that to, to get what we have accomplished? And, and sometimes when you, when you th- for some people, it's a money thing. You know, it's, it's what they have accomplished. There's a scorecard and it's, it's a bank account or it's an investment account. And, and that's good for them. But, but how do we get that to the people so that they, it helps their life and it doesn't, um, harm them. It doesn't send them down the wrong road. So uh, what I'm hearing in this is, can we set up the uh, the trust accounts, the legacy, if you will, in a way that this uh, this child, this person, whoever they may be, can't access it all at once. We can set it up to, say, have a direct deposit of X number of dollars per month into their checking account. That's all they get no questions asked. There is language you can put in there to make Absolutely. that happen. Yeah, and I think it, you know part of that again is what's your goal? And if they say, well, you know what we want to do is we got two kids. Uh, the day we die, uh, pay the bills, and then it's half and half. Just just kind of dust your hands off, and we're writing two checks, one to each kid. And say, great. So what's that number going to be? And they say, uh, well, here's what it is now, and and our money is growing with the investment side, uh, but we're also spending a couple bucks. But eh, that's you know, that, that's about as good a guess as we have. Sure. And they say, all right, we're going to give half of that to this child. What would they do with it if you died yesterday? <laughs> they go, oh, my gosh. <laughs> they, would, they, they, would, they would quit their job immediately. It would be, you know, sports cars and speed, a speedboat and, you know, uh, and just waste it. And, you know, even without substance issues, you know. Um, sometimes it's they're just young. You know, I, it's, it's pretty tough to find an 18-year-old who, who is, is fully the smartest, grandest, sharpest, you know, 18 year old, I think would still struggle with a big dollar amount. I just, it, it just is difficult. But, but what if they're 25 or 28 or 30, you know, and sometimes just age, most of the time, I think it just age kind of gets them past that. Well, the first time you have to, you know, pay the rent by yourself or, or you're responsible for the phone bill or, you know, whatever it is, you know, mortgage or another person or getting married, you know, all those things. Um, it just, it, it just kind of rewires those, uh, those connections in your brain, I think. But, but for some people, that maybe isn't the case. You know, some people just they have a, a difficult time just handling money. And even if they're, you know, outwardly wonderful, they may be great people and great partners, maybe great parents, great employees, great business owners. They're just not good with money. Well, let's figure that out. What would be the best scenario? And it might be, Mike, as you say, could we just say whatever goes to that child, they get um, $1,000 a month every month forever until it's gone. Something like mm-hmm. a pension. Well, yeah, $1,000 a month, they're not going to, you know, quit their job and buy a yacht or anything. But- but it'll help, you know. Could you? Or maybe it's twenty five hundred a month, or it's ten thousand a month, or it's it's five percent a year, or it's maybe just the interest they get. But then, when they die, it goes to their kids, or it goes to our favorite charity. Yeah. What are your goals? And I think you can accomplish all those things. That is a lot 
right there that yeah. you just went through. But again, this is the stuff that you deal with and see every day. This is right? stuff I love. I, I <laughs> love these discussions just because it's it, it really is, you know, when people are done and they sign something and they, they have kind of like that sense of pride or maybe that it's like, whew, take a deep breath and go, this is better than when we started. This accomplishes things. Like, this really is. Now, hopefully, we, we live a long time, and I always tell people, I tell everybody, I hope you spend every dollar you have, you know, on cruises and vacations and enjoying your retirement, and you die when you're 96, like the queen or older. Mm-hmm. And uh, But if something happened in the meantime or you passed away, nobody nobody really passes away with zero unless they need long-term care, nursing home care kind of things. That's about the only thing you ever see where they spend it down to zero. Um, and we can even fix that. But uh, but but if they if they pass away... And they have assets. What would you like them to accomplish? You know, who do you want to give them to? What legacy do you want to leave? What charities do you want to support? And all of a sudden, yeah, there's a there's a better way to do it with just a little bit of structure. Before we wrap up this segment, then uh, again, I, as I mentioned, that's a lot of information. That's a lot of stuff that you covered there. A lot to think about. But it seems to me this is also something that can be done in a fairly basic, fairly short conversation by asking this question that you've kind of been asking throughout the show here, and that is, what are your goals? And yeah. you just need somebody who knows what they're, who knows who's seen this before to know how to make that happen. Yeah, find someone who's done it. Like we said before, find someone who's done it before who understands that. Because people will say, well, let me know which questions you're going to ask when we get together, and then I'll prepare for that. And I tell them, I don't know which questions I'm going to ask. I know what the first question I'm going to ask. And then depending on how you answer that, we're going to go in different directions and it's just going to evolve. So there isn't a list of questions that you can you know, study for the test. It's, it's just a conversation. And sometimes people say, I didn't even realize it. You know, the more, when you say that, you know, and, and whatever it is, you know, we're 15 minutes into it and they go, you know, I never even realized that that is what I want to do or that is something or that's one extra wrinkle. All the stuff I thought I had, I got that down, Pat. We can accomplish that. Figure out where the kids are going to live and, and where things go and, and who gets the, you know, the, the autograph pack or football or whatever it is that's important to you. Um, but I never thought about that one. Yeah. And, and can we do it? Absolutely. 715-845-2155 is the number to call if you've got questions for Alan. If you maybe want to get that conversation started, this is the opportunity to do that with a non-billable wow. hour. No billable hours today? None. Wow. None. I don't know if we can approve this one. But all, all right. Well, just for, just for today. Just for today. Uh, see if you can take it out of the uh, the petty cash there right. at the uh, at the office. <laughs> we'll get to uh, more with Alan coming up next. But first, here's Chris Conley with this day. It is 848 on your Saturday morning. Our final segment here on Making Financial Sense on AM 550 FM 99.9 WSAU. After a few weeks in uh, unconventional formats, we will get you back to the regularly scheduled Making Financial Sense next week with Merle Kelsch live in studio. Everybody will be in their normal places. Uh, but this week, of course, we have Alan. Uh, is wait, isn't this week the open the fishing opener? Could that be where Merle is right I now? I think so. So this is is annually, Mike. I am uh, I get uh, opening a fishing season. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks of deer season. You know, I'll put mine on hold. My uh, outdoor pursuits, and uh, but just just for the public, just for our online worldwide audience and mm-hmm. our uh, radio audience. I love it. Yeah, and uh, and again, we'll have Merle back in studio next week. Again, last week was the best of show. Uh, Merle and I were both uh, out of the office actually that day, so uh, yeah, we'll we'll finally get back to normal. <laughs> It'll be good uh, next week, and, and then we'll be uh, good for good for the spring at least until summer vacation. 
uh, you know, we've been talking a lot this week about uh, making sure that people can meet the goals that they've accomplished for a, either retirement or uh, or even their legacy planning in this. And uh, I'm guessing that's something that uh, you, you kind of handle on a daily basis at the office. You know, right? we do. And I think that, again, it gets into, you know, the the that longer conversation, that goal, you know, what are they? It's kind of like it builds the whole thing. You know, give you a great example of that is where people will come in and say, I need a, a, this thing. You know, I need this. And you say, well, what for? So we'll have people that come in and say, uh, uh, very commonly, I need to put my house in my kids' names. And I okay. say, okay. Uh, well, why? Well, because that, that's what you do. You know, you, you know, I say, and they say, well, why do you want to put your house in your kids' names? Because you just, you know, like, whatever, what else do you have that you want to put in your kids' names? It's like, well, no, it's just I want to protect it. So this is where the conversation say, okay, so one more level down. We say, well, you want to protect it. Uh, protect the house from what? Well, and it, it oftentimes gets to long-term care. So that's where the house comes in, the house or the farm or the hunting land or the cottage. You know, but I want to put my house in my, in my kids' names. I'm like, well, are you moving? You know, are you moving to a, a little tiny apartment somewhere? Like, no, 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 we're going to live there. Like, we're going to put it in the kids' names, but we're going to live there. And I say, all right, so what that's called, you know, the way you do that is, is it's called a life estate. So it means you give property to a child, but you keep the right to live there. Uh, and if you do that, then, you know, we're okay. But in they changed the rules on that in 2014. Okay. <laughs> so, so as long as you can get that done nine years ago, <laughs> then it's a possibility. It still isn't perfect. It still wasn't smooth back then. But Wisconsin changed the rules about life estates. So we'll have people that come in and just say, hey, my goal is to put the house in the kids' names because that's what my parents did. My parents put their house in my name. Um, or my grandparents put the house in in my parents' name, and my parents put it in my name, and my uncle Bob put it in his kids' names. So we're here. You know, we're uh, it's our generation. We're going to put it in the kids' names. So we're like, well, hold on a second. That was the case back then. Uh, and again, it wasn't always perfect because there was some some trade-offs, oftentimes some tax trade-offs, uh, where it wasn't it wasn't a free lunch. But they changed the rules now, so that said, you know, you could put your house in your kid. I can put my house in my kids' names today if I want to. And I and I tell people, you know, if if uh, my wife and I, either one of us, needs nursing home care. 30 years from now, you know, the state would still have a right to over 40% of the value of whatever our house is worth then. And you're like, well, wait a minute. No, no, no. You put it in the kids' names, you protect it. What do you mean? 30 years later? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, or it's actually forever. You know, okay. they have a right to, to a pretty healthy you know, percentage of it. And, and you say, well, what, 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 where'd the conversation start again? <laughs> you say, well, I, that's, I thought that's just, just what you do. Well, again, like we said before, you know, go back to what are your goals? And they say, well, my goal is to protect the house. My grandparents protected their house. My parents protected their house. I want to protect our house. You say, okay, we can protect the house. Don't worry. We can protect the house. We can protect a lot more than that. You know, we can protect the farm, protect the hunting land, protect the cottage, protect the 401k plans and the, the, the life insurance and the CDs and the banks. But, but how do you do it? And let's go through. And, you know, the rules change over time. Um, and, and Wisconsin says, you know, that you can use the rules from whenever you get this created and signed. So if somebody did that and they gave that house to the kids and they stayed living in it or they kept a life estate, but they did it prior to August 1st of 2014, mm -hmm. well, they get to use the rules from back then and they get to use the rules forever. You know, but but if we, we do it now, then we have to use today's rules. But that's OK. Um, as long as we understand what they are, we like today's rules a lot better than whatever's coming next. Right. So so sometimes people say, well, when do I do all this stuff? You know, when do I get this done? And I say, well, just make sure you get it done, you know, like for the long-term care. You know, ideally you do it 
you have to do it when you're healthy, when you're healthy enough to sign things. So do that. Or do it now when we understand the rules before they change the rules again. And this, you know, people say, well, when are they going to change the rules again? Say, I don't know. <laughs> they changed them in 2009 with almost no notice. They changed some things in 2012 and 2013. They had a huge change in 2014. And it's been kind of quiet for a while, which always makes you nervous. It's like of when course. you have kids and, and all of a sudden there's no, it's silent. And the, and the, the three and a four-year-old are silent. You haven't heard them make a noise for, for 12 minutes. You're like, uh-oh, there's trouble. Like mm -hmm. that, that is guaranteed trouble. Well, same thing here. You know, the state hasn't changed the rules on this in, you know, in the, in the last few years. Uh, they will eventually. I don't know. I'm not, I have no idea if that's going to be next year or three years from now or five years from now or seven years from now, but whatever it is, you know, they will. So it's like, you know, just figure out what your goals are, get it done and just peace of mind. But I think in a lot of areas, not necessarily just protecting the house or protecting your money or protecting it from long-term care or nursing home care. Yeah, that's on the list. Sometimes that's a, for a lot of people, but it's not the only one. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it, and the best time to do this also is right now, in my mind anyway, when you've got everything at the front of your mind, you've got everything lined up the way you want to. You maybe have that roadmap at home on the uh, notebook paper, but you just need to get everything in that final writing, everything sealed, everything yeah. legal, because you can have that and... I'm guessing the legal, the you know, the roadmap that you might have on the notebook paper at home, is not going to hold up in a court of law. Right. Yeah. It's. Uh, you're correct. <laughs> There's uh, the. I knew I was going somewhere with that, but I just didn't. Yeah, you're know just making how. the list and, and having yeah. that and telling if something ever happens, we pull this out. You know, the, that's not recognized here. Um, and sometimes we'll let people come in right before vacation. They say, "I'm saying, well, what you know, what are you doing? Uh, like, we got to get this done. Why? Well, we're going on vacation. Like, all right. Well." <laughs> We'll we'll get it done, and and if we have to, we'll get it done in short notice. But, but just you're gonna go on vacation again next year, the year after, the year after. Just doesn't have to be, you know. Just get it done, um, and 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 so we have other people that say, you know what? I just want to take the next step. And for them, the next step, believe it or not, the hardest thing is to make the appointment. So we'll have people that say, so we've we've said, how about this? We'll we'll make an appointment, but not for tomorrow. We'll make it for a couple of months from now. How about that? And they go, oh, okay, yeah, not a problem there. A couple of months from now. I'm not doing anything in, you know, fall. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. great. We'll put it on the calendar. Okay, good. I took a step. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple of months go by and, and we send them a letter. says, remember, you know, that, that meeting's coming up. And they go, oh, yeah. It's on the <laughs> list. And, and it's good. But then that's the, that was just the thing. They, they don't want to be forced or rushed or anything like that. Say, good. Just put it on the calendar for a few months from now. And you know it's there. And it will get done. And, uh, and uh, we'll see you then. So whatever works. Mm -hmm. And if somebody does need to uh, to get a hold of you like that, uh, how do they do that to set up that appointment for sure. September of 2023? Whatever whatever month yeah, you like. Right. So I would say, well, we have a couple of offices. One here, our main office is in Wausau. We also have an office in Rhinelander. But the easiest way is uh, our, our main phone number is area code 715-843-5001, 843-5001. Or uh, on the Internet, it is haugumlaw.com. H-O-U-G-U-M-L-A-W, haugumlaw.com. Yeah, and, and again, you get that appointment set up. You bring in your goals, and you'll yeah. talk with somebody like Alan. And uh, that first appointment, of course, is free, right? Yeah, that one, you know, and part of it is we have to figure out if there's something to accomplish. You know, mm -hmm. and if someone comes in and says, I'm not sure, we'll say, oh, but we'll just talk about it. And if there's nothing to accomplish, there's no goals we figure out at the end, then that's okay. So yeah, we don't and, send then, you a bill. and then we'll send you on your way, and you yep. will not have a billable more non-billable time, Mike. Where yes. is this going down? Yes, what kind of a road are we following today? And uh, you know, then of course, uh, if there is 
a road to go down. Um, I guess you can't really give a hard estimate on the air, but for somebody like this, I mean, can this be done reasonably for, for just a few hundred bucks? Oh, I think we, when we talk to people they're uh, uh, I would say they are more often than not surprised at, at the cost being, they thought it would be more. They're like to do that much stuff. And I think we, we get a lot of times after we're done at the end, mm-hmm. especially they'll say, wow, <laughs> I, there was a lot of stuff that went into that. And, you know, so it's uh, mm-hmm. easy to do, but yeah, we'll figure it out. Indeed. Well, and hey, that's what people like to hear, of course, that this can be done and it can be done uh, in a way that puts everybody's uh, right. m- mind at ease. Right. Absolutely. Well, we always appreciate you uh, stopping into uh, to chat. We didn't get any calls this week. Well, you know, maybe that'll happen the next we'll time. We'll line them all up for next time. We'll line them all up for next Sounds time. Like maybe that week, maybe that also means we just explained everything so well today <laughs> that uh, we, there's no need for it. Maybe so. Boy, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, Alan, we appreciate the time. We'll look forward to chatting again uh, sometime in the future. Again, next week, we will return you to your regularly scheduled Making Financial Sense with Merle Kelch here on AM 550 FM 99.9 WSAU coming up next.